This episode of Brew Bloods is brought to you by Pint Hub. Get your first beer on the house every single day. Download the app and use the promo code BREWBLOODS to get your first month for $1. You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brew Bloods. Brew Bloods episode 130, and today we have a very special interview. Not that none of the others are not special, but this is a very special interview. I think they're all special interviews. Which one has not been special? I want you to point that out right now. Oh, yeah. I agree. That was a terrible interview. Yeah, that one wasn't very good. That's true. But all the rest have been special. They have, and this is the most specialist of all time. Today we're interviewing Rock Abraham. He is a rapper, uh, an independent rapper, and you can listen to his album, which is entirely... Is it entirely? Well, yeah, I would hope so. It's not a Braille album. <laughs> That'd be weird. That would be inventive, though. Are you saying blind people are weird now? Um, I would say that they're not the number one target of people that create music. So blind people aren't allowed to listen to music? They're not. <laughs> by the very nature of their... <laughs> they're not deaf. <laughs> no, they'd be fine. Yes, they, is, they could do that. Uh, this has been... This is, this is a, a weird interview, and it's not because of who we're interviewing. We had so many technical problems in this. Uh, oh, yeah. We had a killer delay, which we have like NPR voice because we're trying to make sure we don't overtalk. And there's a, we got this huge delay on our end where it sounds like there's a, a half second echo. Yeah. And but I will say, uh, Rock, fun. Rock was very patient with us. It was an entertaining interview, and I would encourage you to go out and listen to his album. Like I was trying to say, it's an entirely craft beer themed <laughs> album, and you can listen to it at rockabraham.bandcamp.com. That is Abraham spelled not traditionally uh, with three A's, but with a U in the middle. So that's A B R U H A M. So it's rockabraham.bandcamp.com, and you can find links to the album in the show notes. And if you like it, throw down eight bucks and buy that album. And as Rock will tell you about in the interview, he has a very special promotion if you buy it from Bandcamp. So, without further ado, here is Rock Abraham from Washington, D.C. Ever wish there was an easier and cheaper way to explore craft beer? Well, with Pine Hub, you get one beer on the house every single day of the month. No more balking at the price for that beer you've never tried and you may not actually like. But uh, chances are you're going to discover something you love. Last week, Dustin and I went to Lakewood Brewing. We opened the app, selected our beer, and showed the bartender. And without a word, she poured our delicious, delicious temptresses. Pint Hub is only available at participating breweries, bars, and restaurants in the Dallas-Fort Worth area currently. But they're expanding to new cities soon, so be on the lookout. Download the Pine Hub app through the Apple App Store or Google Play. Use the promo code BREWBLOODS. That's one word, BREWBLOODS, when signing up. And get your first month for one measly dollar. Pine Hub, get your first beer on the house every single day. And we're here now with Rock Abraham. He's a rapper out of Washington, D.C., and he has a new craft beer album called Thank You Very Much. Rock, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. So I think the obvious question to start with is why a craft beer album? Um, well, you know, music was always part of my life. You know, it's my outlet, and I guess... I've always noticed both cultures borrowing from one another, you know, and I just haven't seen anyone do it to the, you know, to its fullest potential. So I figured I'd just give it a shot. 
and you know, beer is part of my life too. So figured I'd mix both cultures and you know try to execute it as as best as I can. I'm far from like a hip hop expert. I mean, I know mainstream hits and stuff like that. But it seems in the music industry that craft beer is rarely a subject. It's more often narcotics or liquor, something like that. What is the popularity of craft beer in the industry, and why do you think it's not a bigger subject? Um, I think I think uh, the beer culture is slowly growing. Um, it's gotten bigger as you know time went on. Obviously, in the beginning. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't as popular, you know, but, um, I figured eventually people will gravitate towards, uh, the beer culture and drinking better beers and eventually it will become a thing. And I just kind of wanted to be ahead of the curve. Uh, but you know, it's with, well, with time, I think it'll eventually happen, but for now it's not in the limelight, but I'm sure it will happen within the next two or three years. It'll become uh, more prominent. So you're getting ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be ahead of everybody. But uh, there's there's other people doing it too. But I just wanted to own it and make it a thing and make it cool for uh, people to rap about beer or people in the music industry to drink good beer as well. So there it is. So what was your gateway to craft beer that kind of pulled you away from the big beer companies? If if you ever even drank anything from the big beer companies, um. Let me see. Let me go back. Uh, I mean, I always had like you know the sixty minute and sort of the, the 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 brews that were available to the masses, like you know your stones, your your dogfishes. But um, I think once I got involved with the local scene, you know, I realized how how good how good beer could really be. Like I think it was uh, DC Brown's on the wings of Armageddon when I was like, holy crap, this is, this tastes like tangerine juice. Like, why does, why does it taste this good? You know? And then that got me into digging deeper and what the hops were and what made it taste this good and what made it so balanced. And that led me to drinking cans of Hetty. And then once I had Hetty, it was over. You know, I was like, I need more of this all the time when I do drink, you know? So that's kind of, that's kind of how it all panned out. Oh yeah. That's definitely a pinnacle beer in the industry, no doubt. Do you have any, um, particular DC brewery that you like? DC? Well, I do like DC brow. I like, uh, I like right proper. Uh, I do like three stars a lot as well. Uh, shouts out to Dave, three stars. Um, but the DMV in general, they have, they have a lot going on, uh, with Northern Virginia, especially breweries like Aslan and Ocelot or, um, even Richmond's killing it right now with um, the answer, triple crossing, the veil. And they kind of, you know, that whole periphery of DC, Maryland, Virginia kind of accumulated a huge audience for craft beer. So that's another reason why I got inspired to do the project. Cause I was like, wow, all of these people, there's hundreds of people online drinking beer. And I'm sure. Some of these people listen to good music. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. How many people do you think are coming to your shows because of the subject matter, because of the craft beer subject matter? Well, this, well, I haven't, I haven't done shows, uh, under this new moniker. Okay. Rock Abraham. But, um, yeah, I, I that I, I won't be able to answer yet. I mean, as time will, will go on, 
we'll, we'll definitely do a tour and we'll see how it pans out. But um, it all depends. We'll see, you know. So in this in, in your album, several times you mentioned being a Cicerone. Are, are you an actual Cicerone? I'm a beer server, not a legit, like not a, not a legit Cicerone. Yeah, but uh, I'm definitely going to knock that out uh, sooner rather than later. But uh, I talked to several people about it. It's not it's not a walk in the park. Oh yeah, sure. But with with good time and focus, like I could I could definitely do it. But uh, not a master Cicerone is a whole another conversation. That's oh like, sure. That's how that's very very difficult. How how was it just getting that beer server? Oh, it's all, it was all common sense. I mean, you know, like, uh, the difference between ales and lagers and certain yeast strains and, you know, like if you know beer, the beer server shouldn't be that difficult. I mean, it's all common sense. Given that that reflects a part of your life. I was wondering because some of your songs like symbiosis are both humorous and sort of painful. So how much of this album is right. biographical? And I was wondering if it is biographical, how, when you reveal details like you do in some of those songs, how is it received by mm-hmm. family and friends? Uh, I mean, that, that particular song, for example, when I first wrote it, it, was, it wasn't humorous at all. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, just a sad song. And then I guess the the initial reaction was like, Oh, this is, this is, this is good, but it's making me sad. You know, like, and then I took that into account and I was like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to make introspective music, not just yet. You know, I'm trying to have fun with it. So th- that, that particular song is kind of self deprecating and a lot of, a lot of uh, the content is how I talk about it anyway. So I, f- I figured I'd make fun of myself but address something serious at the same time. So are those real voicemails that you include in the album from your ex? Um, no, no, Just <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. Some of the voicemails are real. Some of them were acted out, but, uh, yeah, not, that wasn't, that wasn't really her. No. Was that story about the guy with the Tesla? Is that a real story? Uh, the, which, what story now? Uh, something about a 64, oh, that, oh, 65 year old with a Tesla. Yes. Uh, did that, well, that was kind of, it wasn't a real story, uh, but that, you know, that's basically what it was. It was, you know, it was a rich old guy with lots of money and I'm not sure if he had a Tesla or not, but you know, he was, he was wealthy, you know? So that was kind of like what that was. You got a chance on this album to produce a track with, uh, cool Keith, who's, a legendary figure in the industry and definitely walks to the beat of his own drum. So mm-hmm. how did you hook up with him and, and what was the experience like? Um, I got a hold of his manager and then, you know, I, I pitched the song to him and, uh, yeah, working with him is, uh, is, is, is fun because he's, uh, for one, he's extremely prolific and, uh, you know, it doesn't take him a lot to write a song or, or a verse. But yeah, he's he's one of my favorites uh, of all time because he's he's got so much work out there. He never stops working, and you know he's he's entertaining at the same time. He's fun with it, but then at the same time, he can really rap. Uh, he's he's a legend. So I always wanted to do a record with Cool Keith. Um, so what would you say is your go-to beer? 
my go-to, like something I would drink, you know, yeah. like just on, a, on a, you know, every day, like that's accessible. Yeah, go-to. Not, not necessarily some specialized one you'd be seeking out, but just something you would, yeah, just have in the fridge all the time. Hmm. That's, it changes so much, but uh, I guess one of my go-tos would probably be uh, Duck Pin by Union Craft. Yes. It's just white, you know. You know, simple malt. Uh, I think it's a single malt, uh, Morris Otter and uh, Galaxy and Cali uh, California Ale Yeast Fermentation. Super light. It's got lots of flavor. It's not, it's as, it's as dank as an IPA, mm-hmm. but it's the, the gravity and ABV isn't quite there. So I can drink a few cans of Duckman and I'm fine, but I'm kind of getting the IPA experience. So that's probably one of my go-tos, I'd say. Have you found yourself trending to some of the newer styles? I, obviously, IPA has been a sales leader for the number of years. but I, And if so, what are you enjoying? I know like the New England style IPA is pretty popular, but um, I like everything. You know, I like everything that, as long as it's done well. Um, but yeah, for the most part, you know, I, I drink IPAs, I drink stouts, I, I drink sours, I drink even some lagers mm-hmm. I'll drink, but you know, I prefer lagers from Germany, like Escht and, uh, those guys, like they do lagers really, really well, even if it's a double bock or some kind of dunker. But I, I learned that American brews, breweries rather do ales really, really well. But in Germany, it's mostly lagers, you know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I I, I drink everything as long as it's done really well. There's not really a style I don't like. So is there a uh, brewery out there that you feel doesn't get enough publicity uh, that you kind of point people to? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, There's so much good stuff. That's a tough one. I don't... Yeah, there's so much. There's so much out there these days. I mean, there's a, there's breweries popping up left and right. Uh, but one brewery that I think doesn't get the credit. They do get the credit. I'm sure they do get a lot of credit. But um, I don't think people realize how good their brews are. I'll probably have to say the answer from uh, Richmond. And uh, it's interesting what they do. They uh, they have these stouts and these sours. They'll take a base gosa and throw in a lot of adjuncts and make it something else. So uh, it's I see a lot of other breweries doing that now, but I believe the answer uh, in Richmond were the first ones to do that, to really uh, throw in a ton of adjuncts, some vanilla beans to, to, to cacao nibs and, and, and coffee and all kinds of stuff. And, make it their own thing. So they'll take a base beer from another brewery and pretty much uh, throw in a bunch of adjuncts and kind of make magic out of it. And that's kind of been very popular in Richmond right now. Going back to the album, um, I really like a couple of your tracks, like Have a Brew and Rugged Music. So what is your favorite mm-hmm. track on the album? Uh, <laughs> that's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think I like the whole thing as a whole. Uh, um, yeah, because it's like a story, you know, it's sequenced like a dark comedy. That was kind of my goal. And a lot of the, the interludes, that's really how me and my friends talk to one another. You know, like mm-hmm. we insult one another and then we laugh about it, you know, but, you know, we get real creative when we insult one another. So I figured the whole vibe and, you know, uh, 
the uh, the energy on the album is what I enjoy the most. So there's not really a moment where I'm like, ah, I would have maybe I would have done this differently and blah blah blah. Like I don't, I'm I'm pretty much happy with the entire thing. But you know, like I'd sequence it the way I want it to sound, like kind of like a movie. Like you know, Cicerone definitely had to be the intro. That's how I wanted to introduce people to the album. I'll take you out to Union Craft. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Brew with me, baby. I'll take you out to Three Stars. Right, proper, and some DC bra. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Brew with me, baby. I'll take you out to Vail. Answer, triple cross, Arden, three nights, Hollywood, straight way. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Now you got me hyped up, fat as hell, didn't know you were my type, but you're showing off the way you dress, you should peep my vertical or KBS, and on the rail you should do a split on my mattress, I'll even break out my barrel H to Braxis, have a rendezvous at Blue Jacket, I'm well versed in this game, fuck practice, catch a flight for perspective, even though it's all so subjective. A baby girl, you're mad selective. I will satisfy all your senses and I'll take you out to R I'll take you out to Union Craft. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Brew with me, baby. I'll take you out to three stars. Right, proper, and some DC bra. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Take you out to R.A.R. I'll take you out to Union Craft. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Brew with me, baby. I'll take you out to three stars. Right, proper, and some DC bra. Come and have a brew with me, baby. Brew with me, baby. I'll take you out to Vail. Answer, triple cross, Arden. Hollywood straight way Come and have a crew with me, baby Brew with me, baby I'll take you out to Vail Answer, triple cross, Arden Three nights, Hollywood straight way Come and have a crew with me, baby Brew with me, baby 
entendres you know like only a beer fanatic will know when i say um stop doming these dope brews i'll speak silly now i'm letting these whales go like free willy you know <laughs> and you know like a lot of the, a lot of the the the, the beer heads they love those lines but then i have your your neutral consumer who doesn't drink beer that's in the industry and is like what's a whale what what are you talking about? I don't understand what you're talking about. What's you know what's barrel aced to Braxis? I don't know what you're you know. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd do something completely different that you know the beer community will completely understand like like immediately. But then for others, it will take some time to 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 grow and actually understand what I'm talking about. So I guess that's the biggest evolution is uh, the content. Well, as a member of the beer community and being really into the craft scene. Do you have a take, just since we were just speaking of it, on whaling? Do you think that's good for the craft beer industry, or do you think it's getting a little out of control sometimes? I mean, it's I'm I'm a little indifferent about it. Okay. I mean, uh, in the beginning stages, I used to trade a lot too. I'm sure you have and uh, other people sure. in in uh, in the culture, but uh, lately I just stick to local. I think that's kind of the new the new thing. People go to their local breweries because it's fresh. It's done right in front of you. You know, it's done with a lot of love. There's not a, there's not a big, big distributor involved. But um, yeah, the it, it gets a little crazy. You know, I'm not gonna lie, but to me, it's just all about the beer. As long as it's good and it's enjoyable, that's all I really care about. So one question we always ask brewers, and I think it applies to you, is if you had to. Or if you want to give advice to someone who's trying to get their feet wet in the music industry, what advice do you have for a young musician? Oof, that's a, that's a million dollar question. I don't know. That's uh, honestly, I think it's staying consistent. It's staying consistent and continuously putting content out. That was my biggest mistake. I took a break. And I paid for it. You know, I took a break and I watched everyone else do their thing. And that automatically is distracting. So when you do that, you think you're not at a certain place that you're supposed to be, whether you have, whether if you have a product that you really believe in or not. Uh, I think the key is staying consistent and constantly working and putting out content. 
Because if you do that, eventually with time, you'll accumulate an audience. Uh, but that's always tough, you know, when you when you work on something, it could be anything. You can be a, you can have a business, and if you're not getting uh, the notoriety immediately, you get discouraged. So a lot of times I have to deal with that. But nowadays I just do it because I love it, and I'm going to keep doing it, and I'm just not going to stop. And that's I think that's the key to success in general. One last question: Being an artist and you're a big fan of craft beer, do you think brewing is more art or more science? Damn, that's a good question. I don't know. It's both. <laughs> it's both, I think. I think uh, it's definitely art. You know, I mean, I know a few brewmasters and brewers that are very intense about it. Um, but then, you know, it is science. You know, you got to know the water chemistry and what hops go really well with certain malts and what yeast strain you're fermenting with. And, you know, like you have people whirlpooling all their hops now to avoid all the high alpha acids hitting on the front of the boil. And like, it's, it's definitely, there's, it's definitely art, but there's science involved too. So I'd say it's, uh, it's both. Okay. So you have a promotion running on Bandcamp uh, for mm-hmm. everyone who buys your album. You want to give everybody the details on that promotion? Yeah, so, um, I mean, the album is on all platforms, um, you know, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. But um, if you do purchase it on Bandcamp, you'll be in the running for uh, the Thank You Very Much giveaway. And uh, basically what we're doing is with each purchase, you would include a message and pick your top five or top ten beers off of that list. And uh, by the end of uh, April or beginning May, I'm going to announce all the winners and actually go to the breweries and pick up the brews myself. Now I will say the stouts and uh, I don't think I have a lot of wild ales on there. I might throw a few extras before all the winners, but uh, most of the stouts I already have, you know, I'm looking at the vanilla rye bottle right now. I'm looking at the Hoonapoos, the CBSs, um, but all the, all the hoppy beers will be, uh, purchase fresh and then they'll be shipped out within a week. Awesome. Well, congratulations on the album and we uh, wish you nothing but success. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for listening to yet another episode of Brew Bloods. If you're not subscribed to the show, you should be. It's absolutely free and you can subscribe anywhere fine podcasts can be found through Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or any podcast app out there. Above all, please tell a friend about us. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us as at BrewBloods on all the social networks or email us at BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. That's BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. So for everyone here at BrewBloods, this is Mark saying pros.